So full disclosure, our podcast is not heavily scripted. No, not really. <laughs> and so yesterday I was like getting into my element talking about affiliate marketing and like affiliate networks versus um, direct affiliate programs. And I was going a little bit off, like, because I was just giving really good information. You just couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. You can't stop this train once it starts rolling. And <laughs> so at one point, Laura said something, you can hear it in the episode, something to the effect of like, yeah, it's a really, we should talk about that in its own episode or something like that. But I totally did not get the hint. I probably talked for like another five or 10 minutes. Probably. Anyway, so we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of affiliate marketing because Laura seemed really intrigued by that. So we're going to talk about that in today's episode starting now. Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. Okay, so yes, you just had so many good ideas that I'm like, this has to be its own episode, and then you just kept going and going and going. So yeah, here we are. Yes, that's the way this all started. So, um, you know, depending on, so firstly, if you're interested in affiliate marketing, the first thing that you need to do, to do before I would suggest doing this even before you apply to an affiliate program is read the affiliate, like the terms of service or whatever it is. That's totally the one I wanted you to start with. Oh, is I it? was like, yeah, we have to talk about the terms of service because I wouldn't have thought of any of that. Yeah. So every affiliate program is different, right? And it's very easy to make a mistake and overstep your boundaries, you know, because um, people, it's not like you join one affiliate program, you learn their rules, and then you can just apply those rules to everyone else's, right? A lot of people have lost their Amazon affiliate accounts because they haven't paid attention to the rules. You know, the probably the easiest thing to mess up with, there's, I guess there's two or three really simple things to mess up with the Amazon affiliate program. Firstly, there is an actual disclosure that is required by Amazon. Not that we're not talking about the FTC, you know, telling everyone you're an affiliate requirement, which is why you always hear me say like, Hey, I'm an affiliate. My affiliate links in the bottom of this episode or whatever. Right. Um, the, this is Amazon's own disclosure that you're required to put onto your website. And it's not good enough to just shove it into your footer like everyone used to do. So, and that the word, the exact wording that needs to be on your site, you can find inside of their terms of service or their affiliate agreement or whatever it's called. Right. And if you don't have that, I've heard of people losing their Amazon affiliate accounts because they don't have Amazon's little blurb of text, basically saying, I'm going to participate in the Amazon LLC affiliate program, blah, you know, whatever. Right. And how frustrating that would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another common thing that people make the mistake of, um, so this is probably two and three, um, grabbing the images from Amazon, just saving the images and uploading them to your website. You can't do that. Nope. That's a bad one. That's a bad one. You, um, you can use the images as long as you're pulling them in from their API. And if that sounds like it's complicated, if you're trying to do it on your own, it is right. Yeah. Um, there are lots of plugins out there, um, that you can use that'll help you keep, um, you know, within their terms of service, it'll, 
it'll hit the API for like you just kind of set everything up. You follow the setup instructions and then you can bring in an Amazon image from their API and not lose your Amazon affiliate account. Actually, um, the plugin that we use on our site is called Amalinks Pro. I am an affiliate for it. I'll put the affiliate link to it in the description, but it takes care of all of that grabbing images and basically all the things I'm literally talking about with Amazon issues. It kind of takes care of a lot of those problems. I actually really like that plus. I see there aren't those. The, there are few things that you're an affiliate for that I am actually like a user of. But this was one of those ones that I'm like, I can vouch for it too. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one. So um, anything, basically anything from Amazon that you are not, you have to pull it in from their API. I just, and see, and even that is something I wouldn't really have thought. I know years and years ago, we, you know, you were like, I'm just selling your product for, I'm just marketing your product. Of course I can use these pictures, right? Like, yeah, and that was not the case or it no. changed, you know? Um, and that's one of the thing, the advantages to using these plugins is once the rules change, these plugins update and hopefully get you out of hot water. Yeah. So you can't use their pricing you cannot mention pricing from Amazon. If you pull it in from their API, then you you can use the pricing. You cannot make an article and say, yeah, this product's $20. Yeah, I, that's always been one of the, like, I, I've wanted to do roundup articles. Um, where Be Best Amazon products under 25 bucks. Yeah. You I've, can't do that. I've wanted to do so many kinds, and every time I, like, I drop my headline, or, or my title at you, you're like, eh, nope, you yep. can't have a price. You cannot, men even if it's like 25 and under and stuff like, like you can, you can try to skirt the rules, but I just stay away from pricing things. And that, this is all just Amazon, right? Yeah. And so what I'm getting at is you can't just, you know, people wouldn't think that these are problems, but they are. And if you don't read the affiliate agreements, if you don't read the terms of service, then you can run into problems, right? There are some um, companies out there that they do not care at all if you go to Google Ads and just use their brand name and the advertisement. But that's something that I touched on. A lot of affiliate programs are not okay with that. They're not okay with you using their, their trademarked name in any advertising other than maybe like mentioning the prop. But the problem that you run into with a lot of affiliates and actually um, I'm an affiliate for a website builder called Groove Funnels, right? Like they make building websites super simple. Yeah. Conversion focus. We have episodes about it. I'll put their affiliate link in the description too, because why not? It's an affiliate <laughs> episode. <laughs> Anyways, um, they had a problem with people creating Facebook pages and using their logo and very similar naming like terms and stuff oh. to try and make it seem like you were on their page. Okay. Like it was like their official Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. It was okay, definitely it was it, it was making it look like it was their official Facebook page, but it was an affiliate page and they were shutting down affiliate accounts because of it. It got so bad. And here's here so at least on Facebook, it's kind of easy to identify like if this is a legit company or not, like or if this is a legit Facebook page or not, kind of. YouTube is really bad because you can you, there's a lot of um unless you've got a certain number of subscribers, you don't get like a custom URL. Okay. Right. So your URL is like a bunch of random numbers and letters. And so you can make your name anything you want. You know, it's not like with Facebook where you you can't use the same thing that someone else has. Right. YouTube, okay. 
I could go and start a Coca-Cola YouTube channel if I wanted and have like Coca-Cola be the name of my channel. It won't be in the URL, but it would be the name of my channel and I could put the Coca-Cola logo and everything and, yeah. and affiliates do that to confuse people. Oh. Yeah. So again, these are things that are against. And that's why, that's why affiliate marketing gets such a bad reputation. It absolutely does. I'm spamming your affiliate links. I was literally on a Groove Funnels live stream and a guy was in the chat of the live stream, no joke, just pasting his affiliate link in there. And the, <laughs> and, and David Lemon, the guy running the live stream actually stopped the live stream for a second and he called, like, they have this really cool setup where they can actually pop up the person's, like, image and their, oh, no. and their comment. And he put the guy's image and comment on there and said, Everyone, I want you to look at this. This is completely unacceptable as an affiliate. He's like, get more creative, whatever the guy's name was, and said, if you aren't, if you don't get more creative, you're going to get banned really fast. Oh, <laughs> must have been super embarrassing. Yeah, like way to make the company that you're trying to be an affiliate for know your name in a bad way. Well, and what I really enjoyed is David Lemon's like, everyone who's on this stream already has an account. Like, what what are you trying to do here? Like, you're posting <laughs> your affiliate link. Among a ton of people that already have their account. <laughs> anyway, be very careful. That's certainly a don't. Yeah, that's a don't. Be careful with how you affiliate market. Oh, my goodness. So many things. Um, back in the day, very clever people came up with this cool idea. And it's mo I'm, before I'm going to preface this, you're not allowed to do this usually anymore. But I loved this. Um, there were lots of really expensive products, right? Like you got a software product and let's say it's a one-time fee of a thousand dollars, right? A lot of affiliate commissions, especially on software products are like anywhere from like 20 to 50%, sometimes up to 75%. Wow. Yeah. Usually it falls within that like 20 to 50% um, area. Meaning that if I sell as an affiliate, if I help someone sell um, a $1,000 software product, I could get anywhere from like 200 to $500, right? Okay. So what some very clever enterprising individuals decided is, hey, what I will do is if you buy through my link, I'll give you a hundred dollars. And so <laughs> and so a customer could go, well, I could buy it directly from that guy and pay a thousand dollars or I could buy it from this guy and pay a thousand dollars, but then get a hundred dollars back. And so that seems like a pretty decent deal. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> it's, it's so and. And that became like the th the go-to thing is like you'd have people that would just collect affiliate programs and promote everything and then give anyone who bought through them like a cut of the affiliate commission. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. So another thing that is now very much frowned upon. Don't. <laughs> don't do that um, because almost I, I don't think I've seen an affiliate terms of service in recent memory that doesn't ban that. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Um, and then probably like, I guess one of the last, uh, egregious things, and I think a lot of people get tempted by this. So, um, and this happens in a lot of different areas of online business. So I'll, I'll, I'll talk about all of that in a second, but you can't buy your own, buy a product through your own affiliate link. Okay. So what I'm meaning Cause by... Because I, I would never attempt that on Amazon <laughs> or anything. <laughs> it, it's tempt but it's so easy to catch, right? Yeah. Like, there's so many, like, data points that they can use besides, like, cookies, browser fingerprints, IP address. Like, yes, if you're, like, careful enough, you could probably pull it off. 
but ultimately it like how much are you actually going to save and it's it's not a good way to do your you know your your online business so they don't want you to use your affiliate program to try and give yourself a discount uh-huh you know like it's just not a cool way to do business like you're honestly kind of stealing from the company that is you're paying. trying to work with yeah, yeah like, like you're supposed to be partners but you're stealing from i don't know but you shouldn't do that right and like i said this extends to a lot of areas of online business like when one of the first things that people like when they would find out that we had a website and we would make money from people visiting our website and clicking on our ads they'd be like do you want me to go to your website and click on your ads <laughs> And it's like, I no, remember that. No, we don't want you no, to. No, don't up. do that. Do not do that. That's like the fastest way to get my ad account banned. <laughs> do not go and click on my ads. And so, um, but there are people that are like, like, I'm going to get my Google AdSense account. I'm going to put ads on my website and I'm just going to click my ad a whole bunch of times and make a bunch of money. And it's like, that's not how it works. That's how you get yourself banned. Yeah. But that's kind of how like a lot of people I think think of when they first get into affiliate marketing, they're like, how can I click my, my own link and get a discount? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, in a nutshell, I think that covers a lot of like the really obvious egregious things. Like don't spam the internet with your affiliate links. Don't make your affiliate or company, like the company that you're affiliating for, don't make them look bad by using like spammy keywords or like throwing their brand away. Don't try and act like you are a part of their brand and misrepresent yourself in hopes of tricking people (laughs) to become an affiliate. Yeah. Uh, um, Don't skip the terms of service. Don't skip the terms of service. Read that. No one wants to read it because it's, you know, the fine print. Oh, it's awful. There's so much stuff to read, but it's worth perusing it. Like you should at least skim it and look for things that might be out of the ordinary you know, I can't say that I've read every word of every terms of service, but I do. Pr- I basically go to the area where they're like, "Don't do this stuff." Well, and and the other thing is, you're really familiar with affiliate marketing. So yeah, it's I mean, different seen- for someone like like me who, you know, if I were just going, I'd just click. Okay, I agree. Yeah, move on. You yeah, know, you think it's, it's just a bunch of boilerplate stuff that doesn't matter, but yeah, it's like, so at the very least, you should look at the things to not do, right? I already know most of the stuff that good affiliates do, right? Like find cold traffic, get them excited, you know, offer bonuses, all that's like, there's, yeah. there, that's the build, fundamentals. Build value around the affiliate. Exactly. Yeah. Build value around it and be a, basically be a good salesperson is what it comes down to is just yeah. be a good salesperson for that company. Um, but I do always check out the don'ts because there are, there can be some surprises in there, right? I wouldn't have known about Amazon's limits about don't talk about pricing. Don't use our images. Don't, you know, make sure you post this specific message. If I hadn't read their, their affiliate terms of service. Right. I, I still, that still bothers me. So many good, like articles I could have published <laughs> that would have been like, oh, that would have if been. If only you could have I been know. like, best things for under $25. Seriously. It's just like, <laughs> I want to read that article. Yeah. Aww. Anyway, so hopefully this was illuminating for whoever's listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.